Hello, this is R.J. Deacon, reading the Supreme Court of the United States Opinion Syllabus in Americans for Prosperity Foundation versus Bonta, Attorney General of California. Search your right to the United States Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit. Argued April 26, 2021. Decided July 1, 2021. Uh, if you'd like to support me, you can find a bunch of links in the show notes. Charitable organizations soliciting funds in California must disclose the identities of their major donors to the state attorney general's office. Charities must register with the attorney general and renew their registrations annually. The attorney general requires charities renewing their registrations to file copies of their Internal Revenue Service Form 990, a form on which tax-exempt organizations provide information about their mission, leadership, and finances. Schedule B to Form 990, the document that gives rise to the present dispute, requires organizations to disclose the names and addresses of their major donors. The state contends that having this information readily available furthers its interest in policing misconduct by charities. The petitioners are two tax-exempt charities that solicit contributions in California. Since 2001, each petitioner has renewed its registration and has filed a copy of its Form 990 with the Attorney General, as required by California Code uh, Title 11, Section 301. To preserve their donors' anonymity, however, the petitioners have declined to file unredacted Schedule Bs, and they had until recently faced no consequences for noncompliance. In 2010, the state increased its enforcement of charity Schedule B disclosure obligations, and the Attorney General ultimately threatened the petitioners with suspension of their registration and fines for noncompliance. The petitioners each responded... Uh, by filing suit in district court, alleging that the compelled disclosure requirement violated their First Amendment rights and the rights of their donors. Disclosure of their Schedule Bs, the petitioners alleged, would make their donors less likely to contribute and would subject them to the risk of reprisals. Both organizations challenged the constitutionality of the disclosure requirement on its face and as applied to them. In each case, the district court granted preliminary injunctive relief, prohibiting the attorney general from collecting the petitioner's Schedule B information. The Ninth Circuit vacated and remanded, reasoning that circuit precedent required rejection of the petitioner's facial challenge. Reviewing the petitioner's as-applied claims under an exacting scrutiny standard, the panel narrowed the district court's injunction, and it allowed the attorney general to collect the petitioner's Schedule Bs so long as they were not publicly disclosed. On remand, the district court held bench trials in both cases, after which it entered judgment for the petitioners and permanently enjoined the Attorney General from collecting their Schedule Bs. Applying exacting scrutiny, the district court held that disclosure of Schedule Bs was not narrowly tailored to the state interest in investing, investigating charitable misconduct. The court found little evidence that the Attorney General's investigators relied on Schedule Bs to detect charitable fraud, and it determined that the disclosure regime burdened the associational rights of donors. The district court also found that California was unable to ensure the confidentiality of donors' information. The Ninth Circuit again vacated the district court's injunctions, and this time reversed the judgment and remanded for entry of judgment in favor of the Attorney General. The Ninth Circuit held that the district court had erred by imposing a narrow tailoring requirement, and it reasoned that the disclosure regime satisfied exacting scrutiny 
because the upfront collection of charities' Schedule Bs prompted investigative efficiency or promoted investigative efficiency and effectiveness. The panel also found that the disclosure of Schedule Bs would not meaningfully burden donors' associational rights. The Ninth Circuit denied rehearing in Bonk over a dissent. Uh, Supreme Court held judgment is reversed and the cases are remanded. Uh, the Chief Justice delivered the opinion of the court with respect to all but Part 2B1, concluding that California's disclosure requirement is facially invalid because it burdens donors' First Amendment rights and is not narrowly tailored to an important governmental interest. The court reviews the petitioner's First Amendment challenge to California's compelled disclosure requirement with the understanding that compelled disclosure of affiliation with groups engaged in advocacy may constitute as effective a restraint on freedom of association as other forms of governmental action. Um, NAACP versus Alabama XREL Patterson and NAACP versus Alabama did not phrase in precise terms the standard of review that applies to First Amendment challenges to compelled disclosure. In Buckley versus Vallejo, the court, it's a per curiam, the court articulated an exacting scrutiny standard, which requires a substantial relation between the disclosure requirement and a sufficiently important governmental interest. Doe versus Reed, the parties dispute, oh, that's quoting Doe versus Reed, the parties dispute whether exacting scrutiny applies in these cases, and if so, whether that test imposes a least restrictive means requirement similar to the one imposed by strict scrutiny. The court concludes that the exacting scrutiny requires that a government-mandated disclosure regime be narrowly tailored to the government's asserted interest, even if it is not the least restrictive means of achieving that end. The need for narrow tailoring was set forth early in the court's compelled disclosure cases. Um, in Sheldon versus Tucker, the court considered an Arkansas statute that required teachers to disclose every organization to which they belonged or contributed. The court acknowledged the importance of the right of a state to investigate the com competence and fitness of those whom it hires to teach in its schools, and it distinguished prior decisions that had found no substantively relevant correlation between the government interest asserted in the state's effort to compel disclosure. But the court invalidated the Arkansas statute because even a legitimate and substantial governmental interest cannot be pursued by means that broadly stifle fundamental personal liberties when the end can be more narrowly achieved. Shelton stands for the proposition that a substantial relation to an important interest is not enough to save a disclosure regime that is insufficiently tailored. Where exacting scrutiny applies, the challenged requirement must be narrowly tailored to the interest it promotes. California's blanket demand that all charities disclose Schedule Bs to the Attorney General is facially unconstitutional. The Ninth Circuit did not impose a narrow tailoring requirement to the relationship between the Attorney General's demand for Schedule Bs and the identified governmental interest. That was error under the Court's precedence. And properly applied, the narrow tailoring requirement is not satisfied by California's disclosure regime. In fact, a dramatic mismatch exists between the interest the Attorney General seeks to promote and the disclosure regime that he has implemented. 
the court does not doubt the importance of California's interest in preventing charitable fraud and self-dealing, but the enormous amount of sensitive information collected through Schedule Bs does not form an integral part of California's fraud detection efforts. California does not rely on Schedule Bs to initiate investigations, and evidence at trial did not support that the state's concern that alternative means of obtaining Schedule B information, such as a subpoena or audit letter, are inefficient and ineffective compared to upfront collection. In reality, California's interest is less in investigating fraud and more in ease of administration. But the prime objective of the First Amendment is not efficiency. That's McCullen versus Coakley. Mere administrative convenience does not remotely reflect the seriousness of the actual burden that the demand for Schedule Bs imposes on donors' association rights. Let's read. In the First Amendment context, the court has recognized a type of facial challenge whereby a law may be invalidated as overbroad if a substantial number of its applications are unconstitutional, judged in relation to the statute's plainly legitimate sweep. That's uh, United States versus Stevens. The Attorney General's disclosure requirement is plainly overbroad under that standard. The regulation lacks any tailoring to the state's investigative goals, and the state's interest in administrative convenience is weak. As a result, every demand that might deter association creates an unnecessary risk of chilling, in violation of the First Amendment. So, Secretary of State of Maryland versus Joseph H. Munson. It does not make a difference in these cases if there is no disclosure to the public. See Shelton. If some donors do not mind having their identities revealed, or if the relevant donor information is already disclosed to the IRS as a condition of federal tax-exempt status, California's disclosure requirement imposes a widespread burden on donors' associational rights, and this burden cannot be justified on the ground that the regime is narrowly tailored to investigating charitable, charitable wrongdoing, or that the state's interest in administrative convenience is sufficiently important. Again, Chief Justice Roberts delivered the opinion of the court, except as to Part 2b.1. Justice Kavanaugh and Barrett joined that opinion in full. Justice Alito and Gorsuch joined except as to Part 2b.1. And Justice Thomas joined except as to Parts 2b.1 and 3b. Justice Thomas filed an opinion concurring in part and concurring in the judgment. Justice Alito filed an opinion concurring in part and concurring in the judgment in which Justice Gorsuch joined. Justice Sotomayor filed a dissenting opinion, in which Justices Breyer and Kagan joined. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to get a hold of me, I can be reached at rhodesscholar80 at gmail.com. That's R-O-A-D-S, like the truck driving roads, and the number 80. If you'd like to support me or the podcast, uh, you can find a bunch of links in the PayPal, or in the show notes, which uh, will include PayPal, Venmo, and... Um, cash